Greetings gamers, on this episode of Dead Drop News I talk about Bethesda games being delayed until 2023, Square Enix and its plans to consolidate and create games around NFTs, Nintendo of America to deal with complaints from contractors about working conditions in their offices, and Konami is working on a Silent Hill game. Stick around for those stories and more. Welcome back to The Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matt Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of news to talk about today. But first, I'd like to start with a weird thing about the internet that uh, apparently you can get famous by adding music to the gif of a dancing gorilla. I didn't expect that, but the uh, prototype YouTube site that I've got rolling for the dead drop currently has a video on there with about 4,000 views of a gorilla dancing. If you search for the dead drop YouTube channel, you'll know exactly what I mean. The internet, hey? Anyway, let's get stuck into it. This is your transfer from the 16th of May, 2022, and these are the news stories that you need to know. Reportedly, Nintendo of America president Doug Bowser is looking at the content that came out last week about worker conditions being terrible for some employees and contractors in Nintendo of America, and they're apparently going to be addressing the contents of that letter very shortly. He has said that they have a zero tolerance policy for inappropriate conduct, intimidation and harassment, but their leadership team is apparently investigating these claims to see what they can do about it. Of course, when any leadership of any company is called out for these kinds of actions, they are going to say they will investigate, but it's the action they take that's going to be the most important part of this. Is it going to address the employee's needs? Is it going to ensure that contractors have more benefits and more things available to them than the current second-class citizen status they have? We'll have to keep an eye on that story as it develops. In some of the biggest news of this year, Bethesda has elected to delay their Starfield and Redfall games from some of their Bethesda studios until the first half of 2023. This is a big deal. Starfield has been on the horizon for a very long time. It was also anticipated that in the June 12th showcase from Microsoft that we would be seeing more gameplay from Starfield and potentially Redfall as well. That still seems to be the case, but in a tweet that was sent out by Bethesda Studios, they have mentioned that they are electing to delay the games so that they can add the polish, ensure that those games are developed appropriately, and so that the final product they deliver to gamers is what they truly can be proud of. The most obvious comparison to make here is with the release of Cyberpunk, which was a couple of years ago now, but there was lots of bugs, lots of problems with the release on some consoles. It caused a lot of problems for Cyberpunk. Wanting to avoid that isn't a huge deal, but this does mean that Microsoft does not have as many big first-party releases this year as it anticipated. So how is it going to fill this gap? We're going to have to watch Game Pass and see what kind of titles we can get there that adds value for the players that are paying the money. Konami has reported one of its most profitable years to date, and mostly due to the Yu-Gi-Oh! game that they released more recently. Looking at the figures, the revenue looks like it's $2.3 billion US year on year, which is a 10% increase over last year, and they have attributed most of that to Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, a free-to-play game which has captured the attention of many players with over 30 million downloads across all platforms. Now, it should be said that Konami doesn't just make games, they also run casinos. There are sports games that we're dealing with here as well, so it all contributed to that massive revenue, but to say that Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel 
an old property based on a card game that's been out for an incredibly long time is very interesting to look at. I used to be a big fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! in the day, so this doesn't surprise me. But if you're keen to check it out, I think it's on Steam. You might remember a little while ago we reported on some Bioware contractors for QA testing that worked out of Keyword Studios were being asked to work in some relatively unfair work conditions considering the pandemic. Since that time, Keyword Studios' QA testers have not been required to return to the office for physical work and have been offered a hybrid working solution should they wish to take it up. And this is all in response to them trying to form a union in response to this stuff. Apparently there was also issues in 2020 where Keyword Studios was requiring some of their contractors to work in the office, even during lockdowns and the height of the pandemic in the US. Union efforts have been supported by the Alberta Labor Relations Board, so hopefully they can seek to unionize and get some collective bargaining. It's also been recommended by the board that they establish collective bargaining for the entire organization and not just the QA team as part of Bioware. Square Enix has revealed a little bit more about their plans after selling some of their big named Western studios to the Embracer Group. They did mention initially that it was going to be an exploration of cloud-based technology, AI and NFTs, and they have now made it clear that their plans will include NFTs to some degree. And in fact, they're looking at building entire gaming worlds around it. But it should be said that getting rid of their Western studios and focusing on their business center in Tokyo will allow them to consolidate their resources a bit and focus on their publishing function from that central location. But they have been very explicit about their desire to create NFT-based video games by exploring the entire blockchain industry, creating relationships with blockchain developers and supporters, and then incorporating those aspects into what appears to be already successful games for them. The whole metaverse component of things is not unusual to hear about from game companies these days, the fact that they are so brazen about it is probably the thing that puts people on edge a little bit. But who knows? They could be the company that gets this thing right, and with Sega hot on their heels with the Super Game Initiative, they might actually be able to pull this off. Epic Games has announced that they'll be releasing a Fortnite Unreal Editor to come later this year. The Fortnite Editor is intended for people to be able to create assets within the Fortnite environment and then sell them and create a bit of a marketplace. Building an economy for Fortnite beyond just paying the developers for the game seems to be a priority for Tim Sweeney. And again, speaking back to the Square Enix stuff that we talked about just there with NFTs, this is probably Epic Games' attempt to create the kind of metaverse that other game companies are trying to create as well. It also brings to mind Bethesda's attempt to help modders monetize the stuff that they created for Skyrim. That didn't quite work out as a marketplace though. And just a couple of quick game update stories for us here. Konami has apparently DMCA'd a couple of images that were leaked about a new Silent Hill game that could potentially be in development, or at least has been in development for a little while. The fact that it was DMCA'd could mean that the game is in development, or they're just trying to protect their IP. A lot of the conspiracy theorists are starting to come out of the woodwork now, and everybody is excited for a new addition to the Silent Hill franchise, especially after the PT playable teaser amounted to no game in the end. <laughs> Lastly, Ubisoft confirms that games coming out for this financial year at least is their new Avatar game, the new Mario Rabbids game, and Skull and Bones, which is a pirating game which has been highly anticipated for a very long time after it being announced several years ago. 
And part of the hype around this is that it's built on the seafaring engine that they used from the Assassin's Creed Black Flag game, which had an incredibly good seafaring aspect to it that many enjoyed. It was also announced in the wake of Sea of Thieves being announced from Microsoft, and to that huge success, hopefully they can follow on with Skull and Bones being something that everybody enjoys. Should also be noted that it's this financial year, so this means they have up until April next year to release these particular games. Just keep an eye out and temper your expectations. We are in delay season. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. This is your first episode. Welcome to the Dead Drop community. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. For any questions or comments, email at deaddroppod at gmail.com. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and now on Tuesdays on Twitch, potentially other days too, for game streaming. That's twitch.tv forward slash deaddroppodcast. And make sure you tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.